Welcome to Growth Hack by Poppy Digital. Tips and tricks to master the algorithms from industry insiders. Now here's your host, Julian Espinoza. Welcome back to Growth Hack, where we break down marketing channels like Google, Facebook, Instagram, and show them how to make them work for you. We are back with another episode about Clubhouse. It's been several months since we talked Clubhouse. So, is it dead? Is it alive? Is it a growth hack? On today's episode of Growth Hack, we bring on Tradon DeBeau to talk Clubhouse. Tradon founded ClubhouseDaily.com, the largest Facebook group for business owners using Clubhouse. She helps CEOs and experts understand how to leverage their time on Clubhouse to achieve maximum impact, income, and strategic connections. We asked Tradon questions like, who is Clubhouse for? If you're a newbie, how to start on Clubhouse? And how to host a consistent room that grows over time. Welcome, Tradon. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Looking forward to talking about Clubhouse. We haven't had an episode on Clubhouse in a while, and um, it's one of those more popular social media apps right now. So super excited to have you on the show. Yeah, I'm very excited to be here. All right. Let's get right into it. So Clubhouse is a little bit over a year old now. And um, there's been a lot of major changes in Clubhouse. They added all kinds of features. Um, uh, Android got added. All kinds of stuff is happening. So who is Clubhouse for now? So, yeah, Clubhouse has had a lot of different changes uh, since it started. There were a lot of celebrities who were on Clubhouse. There There still are some celebrities, too. But a lot of celebrities, um, which led to a lot of influencers being on the platform, um, and then what, which led to a lot of other um, entrepreneurs, uh, speakers, actors, musicians, all being on the app. Now, what I'm finding now is a lot of uh, people who love like podcasting people who love to be able to have like radio shows people who love to be able to inform and educate um people who are in the space of creating content a lot of people who are content creators and educators and speakers and um and podcasters and radio hosts or aspiring to do those things they a lot of them are on the app now from a business standpoint, what are we using Clubhouse as? What kind of tool in our tool set does it fulfill in the business? So for the people that I know and for myself and for um, the, the, my clients that I teach as well, they use it for lead generation, for content creation, um, to lead people into maybe a funnel or um, something that they set up to be able to collect those leads and, and nurture them outside of the platform, um, leading people to possibly events, whether it's online events, offline events. And, and so it's, it's been really, really good with lead generation, with making connections, also with uh, connecting, and, uh, connecting with people that you may want to do a joint venture with or a collaboration with as well. You know, to your point, uh, Tradon, we, we have used Clubhouse mainly personally for, for, for our business for networking and, and, and joint ventures. Um, Clubhouse has uh, granted me access to guests that I probably had no business uh, getting guests on the show. Uh, we had, we interviewed, and I, I believe episode 18 now, wow, it's 
It's crazy. Uh, uh, Jason Pfeiffer, the uh, chief and editor of Entrepreneur Magazine. Um, we've had some really awesome people uh, come on the show because of Clubhouse and all kinds of other uh, other things. So I think to your point, not only is it a great tool for sales, lead generation, and importantly, uh, nurturing, but I think it's also a great place to create connections and, and these partnerships. So we're at an interesting point, Android. Um, so for those people that don't know, um, uh, for the first about a year, Clubhouse was only on iOS. Um, now, recently, Android now came on the table. And so now you can be uh, an Android user on, on Clubhouse. So with this, we're, there's sort of now this new insurgency of a whole new group of people. Um, what what should your mindset as a first-time user be? How How should you think about Clubhouse? I would say if you're a first-time user, I would say think about it strategically. There should be a strategy to what you're doing. Otherwise, you'll be like me when I first got on Clubhouse and be on there 16 to 18 hours a day just listening or being a part of these conversations but having no real game plan on what you plan on doing with all these with all these hours that you're um, in, investing or spending into in the app. So I would say the mindset should be to go in there with a strategy. What is your intention? Some people say ROI for return on investment, but I say you want to get an ROI, your return on your intention. So what is your intention before you go onto the platform? Is your intention to learn? Is your intention to find people to collaborate with? Is your intention to um, network or see, you know, who uh, are great, who is great as, you know, moderators to the rooms or the great rooms that you, you love to be a part of? Or is your intention to create your own room and have your own audience in there and be able to educate or curate uh, an amazing conversation about something or inform people on something so that you can get them to take some type of action with you uh, further outside of the platform. Now they're, they're starting to put things within the platform as well. But, you know, it's really just about the intention that you're looking to set. What is it? What is the, um, not just the goal, but what is your intention for going onto the platform so that then you can stay focused on doing just that? So you talk about strategies, and I think that's really important. When, when It doesn't matter what social media platform we're on, whether we're on Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, it doesn't matter. What, what A strategy is super important. Can you talk about what the dichotomy of a strategy could look like on Clubhouse? What are the different categories that you could be looking at? Sure. So um, if you're a business owner uh, or if you're an entrepreneur, then I, I tend to look at it with the strategy of the, the profit formula that I, I teach about. And that starts with positioning. You have to position yourself how you want to be known and seen on the platform. But you want that to be seen in your bio. And then when people go look you up on other platforms, you want it to be consistent. You don't want to be speaking about one thing and have your bio say something. And then, you know, people go to check you out and you it says something completely different. And because you want to, you don't want to be able to lose that credibility. You want to make sure that that 
um, what people know you for on that platform is what they know you for on all the other platforms. You want to make sure that you're authentic and that your messaging is clear. What is it that you that you do want people to take away from what you're saying and what action do you want them to take with you as well? Um, who is the audience? You want to tailor your conversations and um, curate your conversations and give information uh, based on the audience that you're speaking to. So knowing the audience is really important as well. And then you get into the R, which is your ROI, your return on intention. What is it that you want to get out of what you're doing on the platform? And then you have your O, your offer. What is it that you're leading people to do? Is it to, you know, connect with you in your DM? Is it to, you know, is there a product or service that you have that aligns with what you're talking about and the message that you're bringing? Is it a, um, is it something that you're looking for, that you're asking people for? Because I've seen people do auditions and job interviews on Clubhouse. And so, you know, what is it that you are offering that you want people to engage with, you know, once they once that conversation ends? Because most times the rooms are not recorded. And so once the room ends, it ends. And you want to be able to lead people somewhere. And then an F is for funnel. So um, a funnel is simply, you know, a, a series of steps that you help people people take to take some type of action with you for um, whatever the outcome is that they're looking for. So whether it is a phone call with you um, that you're trying to get them to and you have an automation around them booking a call with you, or whether it's an ebook that you have, or whether it's a, a masterclass or a webinar that you have, or whether you know you get them on your text list. Maybe you tell them to text this number so that they can get tips every day on what it is that you're speaking about. But you want to have a way to lead people into a system, an automated system that you can continue the conversation with them via text, via email, via social media. And then um, your intentional, your, your uh, intentional traffic and intentional connecting with the audience member. So you know, don't just take for granted that people are showing up because it is an on-demand audience. But really, you know, give calls to action so that you're connecting with them more intentionally. And then, if you can, you know, if you have the time or if it's not too overwhelming, make sure that you have a system in place to follow up with them and say, "Hey, thank you for checking out this room. Thank you for being a part of the conversation." Um, you know, and start building those relationships with people. And then T is tracking the data. You want to track the data of what it is that you're doing when you're going on Clubhouse. There's something called uh, DyerCon. They There are several different apps now that that are in place that'll allow you to see, you know, how effective your rooms are. You know, how many people are coming in? How, how sticky are your rooms? How long are they sticking around to hear what it is that you have to say? Um, how many speakers have you had? So you want to be able to look at the data and say like, okay, you know, these conversations that I'm having are really effective, or maybe there's something that you need to tweak and, and so that you can make it better. So th- that's the strategy that I take to Clubhouse. You know, and it's really funny, Shadon, that you talk about having sort of this focus, because I think a lot of entrepreneurs or a lot of people who are, you know, sort of growth minded, like we are, um, they, they tend to do a lot of different things. You know, we have our, our podcast marketing business. So we help people grow their podcast. We also, uh, I also have an, another business where I go into high school and I teach LinkedIn and how to find careers early. Um, and then I do a lot of nonprofit work. So it's really interesting when you look at these clubhouse bios, there's just these super long lists and they sort of can get overwhelming. So I think to your point, 
um you can you shouldn't you should figure out what clubhouse means to you for which business or which activity um you're you're currently pursuing and then obviously alter your profile in that way now uh, and and we've talked about this um, in in another series, but I think since we we haven't talked about Clubhouse in a while, let, let's talk for just a quick quick second. Um, you're on the platform for the very first time. Um, the culture is pretty different than what we've seen on other social media platforms. Do you think it makes sense to kind of take some time to learn the vernacular, learn the flow of a room? I mean, to talk to us about about, about that. Absolutely. Um, one thing that I always say is know, know the room because a lot of times people make mistakes by just jumping in rooms and then they want to raise their hands to speak, but they don't even know what the flow of the room is. They don't know what the tone of the room is. There are many different styles that people take and many different approaches that they take to be able to run their room. So sometimes it is interview style. Sometimes it is, uh, it is more... Uh, educational or someone is just teaching something. Sometimes it is a, a free-flowing conversation where there isn't really a lot of formatting to it. Sometimes you have you know, hosts that are pretty strict about how they're running the room. And uh, sometimes you, you, you have uh, different rooms where there may be a DJ playing or there may be you know, a lot of entertainment going on. So you, you want to go into the room and I'd say give yourself at least 15 minutes to just figure out what's going on, figure out what people are talking about in that room, figure out uh, what the flow and the vibe to the room is, figure out, you know, is this a room that you can raise your hand and go on stage and, uh, and be able to either add value or ask a question in um, and it be well received. So you want to be able to look in the room and really ask yourself those questions. You want to wait for the room to reset at least one time once you get in there, because usually what's called resetting the room, when they're going over what the room is about, then it'll give you an indication on what they've done up until that point or what the intent of the room is. It's very well said. There's so many, and and there's probably a lot of acronyms and social cues that are happening on Clubhouse. And and to your point, these rooms are ran um, in such so many different ways. I, th- I think it it behooves someone to maybe take a week or two before they really start kind of jumping in to setting up their rooms to kind of just see what it's like and what kind of room is going to work for you? What kind of room is going to work for your content? What kind of room is going to uh, work for uh, your, your co-moderators? I mean, you want to start considering bringing a co-moderator on, on, onto your team, right? Cause you want to bring someone in. Let's switch gears here. Now, this is more for uh, what I've seen um, on the platform. Um, Clubhouse, it, it, it it's had an evolution and we've seen that the early adopters of the platform were able to get really massive followings and they've become sort of influencers on clubhouse. And it seems, and and, and this is just what I've heard. I, I I'm not claiming that there is or isn't, but I, I've heard that people are controlling clubhouse with these large influencers. What's your take on this? Um, I believe that, you know, just like with any other platform, when you're able to engage people and have a large following, then people 
tend to listen more. And so I know that when I first got on there, a lot of influencers would, would come together and they would have these big, uh, what I call marathon rooms, where these rooms would run for days at a time. And uh, what they were doing was um, literally going on there to growth hack and generate leads in a fast way. Um, and so a lot of times when influencers come into the platform, um, whether it be on, you know, coming into a room as a moderator or coming in as a guest into a room on Clubhouse, um, basically a lot of people pay more attention. And so that's, they leverage their popularity to be able to build an audience quickly. And then um, as soon as they put multiple influencers together, then they're able to make an impact even more quickly because they're leveraging the, the fact that people, when they go into what's called the hallway, and the hallway is where you are able to see all of the rooms, um, people, when you're not, you're only gonna see rooms for people that you follow. So the more people that you have following you, the more you'll be able to see these rooms. And so they count on joining forces um, as influencers as well to be able to curate and you know create a large room for whatever their intention or their intended result is. Makes sense. I mean, it sort of seems like you're just partnering up and you're partnering up with, with other influencers to achieve a, a greater goal. So I, I, I think that's fair. Um, this is interesting. I've been in a weekly room, uh, same topic, um, for, for months now, I mean, probably over half a year at this point. And, um, the question I had for you is are weekly rooms on the same exact topic, something that you think can exist indefinitely? I believe that it could exist indefinitely only because there are always going to be new people being added to the platform that have never heard that topic. Um, spoken about before. And so because there are constantly new people being added to the room, um, it just, you know, gives room for new people to continue to hear the same, the same, you know, the same topic over and over and over again. Um, and yeah, it just depends. It depends because sometimes, you know, you have to adapt to the way that things are changing too. So if you have an audience that may be showing up for the same topic, but it's evolving, I say go with the evolution. Uh, the one thing I think about is how Blockbuster, as things were changing and evolving around them uh, and things started going into streaming, they did not want to evolve with it and it, it eventually just died out. And so you don't want to be the, the person that just holds on tightly to something that you're comfortable with and then it dies out because you weren't willing to evolve with it. So it, it, again, it's really about looking at what your intention is, um, see, and then paying attention to how effective having that room is every week. You you want to look at, you know, is this actually working? Is what I'm intending happening when I'm having this room every week? Or do I need to change the game plan to be more effective? So Clubhouse can be pretty interesting, a little bit overwhelming, especially for someone who's starting out. Um, you're somewhat of a master coach on this. Talk to us. Do you have any like um, information? Can someone work with you? What, what do you have going on right now that someone can get more information with you or potentially even work with you um, if they're a good fit? 
there are a few different ways to work with us, but what I do have for people who are interested specifically in Clubhouse, it's called Clubhouse to Cashflow, um, where I walk through the strategies that have allowed me to bring in uh, six figures just from Clubhouse uh, because of the way that I set up the strategy for it. And so with that particular class, that um, gives one strategy of the many strategies that I teach on how to generate leads using the Clubhouse platform and to um, close a lot more clients, whether it be on a mid or high scale. Awesome. Uh, and how do how does someone get access to that? Sure. You would go to clubtocashflow.com and clubtocashflow.com will take you to the page and you can um, you can access that masterclass. It's about three hours of information really breaking down and going into detail on having a, a great clubhouse strategy. Great. Well, thanks for coming on the show, Tradon. No problem. Thank you for having me. Thank you again. Thank you for everyone who's listening. <laughs> Thank you for everyone who did come and listen to this episode. Uh, tune in next week. We'll be here.